0: Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. Global risk markets finished a quiet month on a positive note, as leading stock indexes gained up to 3% last week. The S&P 500 added 2.5%, the NASDAQ 100 index rallied almost 3.7%, and European benchmarks ended 1.5% higher. The main catalyst was the latest economic data in the US, which showed a deceleration of the economy in Q2, as the second revision of GDP was an expansion of 2.1%, lower than the first measure. A slowdown of activity suggests, that the Fed may consider pausing at the September 20 policy meeting. Also, August's non-farm payrolls came in at plus 187,000 new jobs, higher than expected. The unemployment rate jumped from 3.5% to 3.8%, the highest in 17 months, as the more restrictive monetary policy by the Fed resulted in a slowdown in activity. The best equity sector in the US was information technology, with significant gains for semiconductors names, including a 10% gain for Intel and Micron shares, while the broader technology sector saw a rally of 20% for Dell and Shopify shares. Apple was another big gainer last week, with a 6% rise, its best week since November, ahead of the new products launch event. There were no monetary policy meetings by developed central banks last week. During the previous two weeks, New Zealand kept interest rates unchanged at 5.5% and Korea at 3.5%, while Norway hiked rates by 25 basis points to 4%. Additional economic data for August include core PCE inflation in the US, which printed at 4.2% year-on-year, marginally higher than the previous month eurozone headline inflation came in higher than expected at 5.3 percent mainly due to higher energy prices expectations grew that the fed will maintain rates on hold for the rest of the year following comments by atlanta's fed Bostic saying he believed that the current level of interest rates was appropriately restrictive and on track to bring down the inflation rate to around two percent In FX markets, although currencies ended little changed, the dollar appreciated for the seventh straight week against major currencies, and the DXY index closed at the highest level in two months at 104 points. The dollar is now flat versus the euro in 2023. Treasury yields fell modestly last week, after reaching a 15-year high, during the steep bonds sell-off in August. 10-year Treasury yields fell 7 basis points, to end at 4.17%, while German boons barely moved to close at 2.55%. Commodities shifted higher on average last week, led by the energy and metals sectors, while the grains complex traded weaker. Crude oil prices had their best week since late March, and closed at the highest level in more than six months driven by concerns of tightening supplies. WTI gained 7% to $85.50, and Brent advanced 5% to $88.50. U.S. natural gas prices also rose 9% to $2.76. Crude oil is approximately 10% higher year-to-date, while natural gas plunged 50% in the same period. Base metals moved higher on the back of Beijing's stimulus measures for the property market, including a cut in mortgage rates and minimum down payments. Copper and aluminium prices reached a four-week high. In corporate deals, it's worth highlighting a sizable transaction during the holiday break. Rock Capital, the US investment fund that owns restaurant chains Buffalo Wild Wings and Arby's, acquired Subway, the family-controlled sandwich chain for $9.6 billion in cash, one of this year's largest private equity buyouts. Also, US healthcare equipment giant Danaher, bought England-based biotech company Abcam for $5.7 billion including debt. In emerging markets, Chinese equities were the notable performers, with the CSI 300 and Hang Seng indexes adding more than 2%, to finish an otherwise weak August which saw drops of 7% for the month. The Saola typhoon in the South China Sea forced markets in Hong Kong to shut on Friday. Beijing continues to announce stimulus measures to revive an economy that has lost momentum. These include the reduction in the FX reserve requirement ratio, from 6% to 4%, to allow banks to buy more yuan as the Chinese currency depreciated to the lowest since 2007. The currency depreciated 5% in 2023, following an 8% fall last year, to 7.26 per dollar. The financial regulator also announced the reduction of minimum down payments for new mortgages. While allowing state banks to lower the rate in older loans, to help an ailing property sector. Beijing is trying to revive the economy hurt by weaker macro data, deflationary pressures, record youth unemployment, and a near collapse of the property market as it failed to recover during the post-Covid period. That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.